This Christmas, you're going to learn something totally new about the business side of video production from a weird, uninvited guest who entered our studio by surprise. And the new year will never be the same. Who is it? Find out on this edition of the TV show. We're on a mission on a to mission. rid the world of bad video. Bye-bye. This is the DV Show. Bad video sucks. Welcome to this edition of the DV Show podcast. My name is Brian. Glad you're joining us. It's the end of this year, finally heading into another year. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. We're on our 15th year of doing this show. Happily bringing video professionals the ins and outs of video production and still going strong. Yes, we are all about ridding this world of bad video, which is more than video that just looks and sounds bad. Bad video encompasses much, much more and is now a new breed. So bad video isn't strategically placed. It doesn't speak to the intended audience. Bad video doesn't get results, is not showing a return on investment. Bad video doesn't generate leads, it doesn't engage, has little interaction, has little views, has... What is that banging? (laughs) Does anyone else hear that banging? So bad video takes forever to get to the point and steals away precious time. Someone is banging while we're doing this. Who are you? I am here to add to the list of what makes bad video. Okay. Many people live lie what you say on this podcast, Brian, especially about giving video production services for free. Do you remember this podcast? I mean, really, Gordon, what the f***? I mean, come on. What's going on? You're not only cheating the market, you're cheating yourself and the rest of us. So... I'm going to dedicate this entire podcast to you, Gordon, how to run a video business without being a charity, being a charity. You know, it's nice to get that flash in the pan success feel, but it doesn't really last. And you're faced with the reality of having to work your butt off and always being cheap. Yes, I remember that podcast and listener question. Who works for free? Silence. Look at all of these video professionals letting the pandemic get the best of them, hiding their skills, not putting what they know to produce. They will work only if they get paid. They sit back and wait for the pandemic to go away, for that moment to make money again, when production goes back to normal. Meanwhile, Businesses are struggling. Businesses need video in order to survive. Videos are the only window to the products they sell and the services they provide to customers they need. And where is your audience? They sit there and do nothing because of money. Waste talent while watching businesses struggle. Because of what you teach. Because of what you teach. Hey, wait a second. Let go of my arm. Come with me. Speak with Darren Rankin and John O'Connell, the founders of We Are Open for Business 
Dot org. I have a podcast to do here. What are you doing? Where are you going? Where are you taking me? I want you and your listeners to learn more. Hey guys, sorry about the dramatic entrance. I think that ghost left and just dropped me here in this weird studio. Is it just us? Is he gone? Yep, just three of us. So how are you? I'm doing good. Drinking my coffee. I like this. Uh, it's like we're already on a podcast. You your mic and your audio sounds so crisp. All right. So this ghost just drops me here to talk to you guys about weareopenforbusiness.org. What is this all about? John, do you want to run with it or should I take the first stab? Um, I can just do the first stab. It started off as just we wanted to create a platform to help small businesses during COVID at the beginning when, when it hit. Um, and how could we do that? We have, you know, internally we have film and video professionals and creators, and we thought we could, you know, sort of partner them with small businesses, do this pro bono thing to try and get the word out that they're, they are indeed open for business and serving the community during COVID. Um, but it's, it quickly, we quickly realized that if this gets big, there's too many businesses that we could support. So we came up with this idea that we could actually connect with our network and get the word out and bring in other creatives and other agencies and creative professionals in Portland community and beyond to then kind of do this, this matchmaking thing um, via this website that we've created to, to partner creative professionals, film and video professionals with businesses in need to help create a, a commercial, a video, whatever, whatever form it might take, but really something for them to get the word out. Hmm. So Darren, why did you guys start this? Why did you do this? What was the motivation? We had we had time and talent um, that wasn't being used at the end of the day. We weren't at full capacity when when April turned the corner. So that was one. You know, we we wanted to make sure that we were able to put our people, um, keeping them busy. And then you know one of our um, you know one of our team members had the idea that we can can support kind of use video to, to help support our clients. And we've been doing that very successfully. But then as John mentioned, it's, I'm very involved in a group here in Oregon called built and it's all around uh, the whole ecosystem of consumer product goods in the Pacific Northwest, but specifically Oregon. And, you know, so I'm very close to the main street in, in the space here. And you just see so many businesses that are struggling. They were struggling in April and they're, they're struggling now. And so it's that idea of taking, you know, time and talent that at the time we had, and putting it to use. And we thought, let's, let's do exactly what John said. Let's just try to, to connect the dots where businesses that really do need some help, if we can take some of that talent, whether it's ours or on our network, and do something for those businesses, let's see where this will go. And so it was that simple platform um, that we can actually try to become, uh, it's almost like matchmakers for you know, people within the creative industry that, that wanna bring, bring their, their talent to help somebody. And then the businesses that raise their hand saying, I could re- really use some help. And the neat part is, is this has evolved, Brian, like in April, early May, June, no, people were just scrambling. <laughs> They're just trying to keep, mm-hmm. keep, keep, a, keep people paid. Um, and so we've, and also doing it in April when the, the COVID restrictions were really, really, really tight. You know, we're doing these videos over iPhones and sending big files back and forth and, and trying to try to make this happen too. As it, as it got through the summer, you could actually go out and do some some more production. So um, it's been really neat to see how the whole platform's adapted. And, you know, we really thought that this was be a Q2 exercise, you know, second quarter or, or second quarter exercise. And then 
COVID's gone over the summer and everyone goes back to normal. Well, <laughs> that's not the reality, no, unfortunately, no. for a lot of reasons. So we're already working on what this is going to look like in 2021 um, because it's, it's going to be more impactful then than it is now because more businesses need it. And they're in a better position to, to take advantage of it. So how is that working out? I don't really believe video pros are doing this. We, we try very hard to set the expectations, both with the, the companies that raise their hand that need help and the creatives. To John's point, um, you know, it's a great platform for the creatives and especially those that are trying to break in consumer product goods. Um, cause at the end of the day, a lot of the, a lot of the companies that need the help are people that need to walk into stores on main street, um, or they're launching new e-commerce platforms because they have a store that no one can walk into now. Mm. Um, and so, so part of that is just, it is, it's a great chance to build your portfolio at the end of the day, you know, business, net new business development has been down as you know, for the past nine months. So normally when this is, a, 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 especially the second half of the year, when people are really pushing to close out the year and spend on budgets, you're adding to your portfolio, you're getting momentum for the next year. That's hard right now. I mean, that's the reality. It's very hard. And so if you can add a case study with an up and coming brand, um, it can really, you know, it can be great for your portfolio if you do it the right way. You know, this initiative is great. But many who are starting out in video production have just been hooked in before by that dishonest scumbag client who secretly has no budget but promises future paid work. And then they never hire or pay for anything for the sake of building that portfolio. I've heard this before. I know many people who have created a reputation for themselves and stuck with clients expecting free all of the time. They don't make money because of it. Working for free is one of the biggest dangers of freelancing. <laughs> Your heart is hard. Oh great, it's you again. Your mind is clouded. You have so much more to learn. You missed what Darren has said. If you can add a case study with an up-and-coming brand, um, it can really, you know, it can be great for your portfolio if you do it the right way. Come with me. Speak with award-winning director of photography, Richard Percy. Listen to what he has to say. So you are a badass, top-notch videographer. You own your own company. And then all of a sudden, this COVID-19 kind of comes in and takes its toll on small business. And then this We Are Open for Business kind of steps in, and they're connecting brands with experienced storytellers like yourself, volunteering to help and communicate to the world that they're open for business. So you're helping small businesses. So why are you doing this? <laughs> it seems like. Well, this was actually, this was kind of a, a big step for me in my professional career. I've been for the past three years, I've been the in-house filmmaker for a company called Muse Storytelling. So I've spent the past three years being an employee of this film production company. And then COVID hit and a lot of the client work that we were doing um, at Muse Storytelling diminished. You know, we were no longer flying to do Four Seasons work or do Fujifilm work. All the productions got shut down. It definitely caused me to think kind of long-term about what my goals were. Do I want to continue being an employee in, in a film production company? It definitely has lots of benefits, lots of opportunities. Or do I want to try and like try and strike out and, you know, make it on my own and kind of take steps towards owning my own thing. And so a friend of mine who's also a filmmaker 
pointed me to the website and was like, hey, there's this opportunity here. A lot of people are looking for video work. And while most of them seem to have low budgets or no budgets, this would be a good opportunity to potentially make some relationships with some of these businesses. And when they do have a budget, maybe you'll be the first person they come back to. So I started reaching out to people and a couple of them didn't, didn't amount to anything, just had some conversations, but ultimately couldn't make a project work. And then I got in touch with Red Plate Foods, who's a, a company in Bend, Oregon, a couple hours away from me. And they were looking for some video work to be done. I did everything myself, just a one person crew. So I was able to, you know, really make it worth it on my end as well. Sweet. And so then, you know, we go through production, we do post-production and I'm really happy with the way the piece turned out. And now I think I can use that to, you know, make relationships with other small businesses. <laughs> oh, Brian, you look surprised. A little bit that he did it for free, but he kind of struck gold. He used weareopenforbusiness.org to get even more business. But he still did it for free. Let me blow your mind even more. <laughs> Watch this video. Okay, I see two guys on a motorcycle with a sidecar. The video quality looks like 4K. There's some drones being used for those aerial shots. Very professional. Right, guy pouring creamer. It's a paid ad for Treehouse Originals, the coffee creamer. Looks like many hours were put into editing. Two actors, the crew is involved, a rig. Remote location shooting. I see lots of work going into producing that. Okay, what are you trying to tell me? It was done for free. What? It was done for free. You have more to learn. Come with me. Speak with Brian Baldwin from Harbor. The producers of that hat. Damn, this ghost just keeps dropping me into these unfamiliar studios. Hello. I just watched your video, and that was like super high-quality stuff that you did for free. I mean, most of us wouldn't do that, go to that level. So why did, why did you – why? Well, there are a couple reasons why, why we did it the way we did it. Um, the first one is, you know, it's important to help out local businesses for sure, um, and there's a joy that comes from doing that. I think I'd be lying if there wasn't, it wasn't a little bit selfish doing something that's creatively fulfilling. I think that creativity um, can solve a lot of businesses problems. And, you know, the, the normal way of doing things, the normal, you know, talking to camera saying, these are unprecedented times and we need your help. I think that we had all heard that message so many times. And so we kind mm -hmm. of put the challenge to ourselves to say, well, how can we make something that's, that people are going to notice that people are going to latch onto they're going to give people a reason to follow this brand and to buy this product. How can we do that? And then also do something that is creatively fulfilling to ourselves. And the, 
the answer to that is um, oftentimes when you do it right, it does both. If you, it, you know, you, you kind of know you're doing it right when you can do something that's great, because if it's creatively fulfilling, it's gonna um, stand out. And if it moves the needle for the business, then it's gonna stand out. And, and that overlap is where, um, is where we like to live. And so that's kind of, that was the challenge we, we posed to ourselves and um, it was really fun to make. And I think it was helpful for, treehouse as well yeah i mean and and honestly like i i personally i have a standard of work and um and so if if someone's going to do anything it's not going to just be for the purpose of saying okay here's your content take it like get out of my hair um if we're going to commit to something even if it's free we, we, we still have a standard of work that we have to abide by and so if it's got our name on it, it has to, it has to stand, it has to stand for what we stand for. Now it's easy to say that it was free, but it, it actually, like, I'm actually in the hole on this project. So really? <laughs> actually, well, I mean, it, we, it's, it's, it's a two hour drive. We had to, we had to get the bar of the motorcycle. We had to, we had, uh, there were eight or so people that went out and, and shot it with us. We had, um, thankfully we have really good friends. Uh, I should, give a huge shout out to drop tree productions. They, uh, they lent us their Alexa mini. We, uh, we had a trailer with the bike with the, you know, it's so far away. So like just paying for everyone's fuel to get out there, the meals just kind of there and back. And it just, um, but we just kind of said like, if we're going to commit to it, we can't just phone it in. That just doesn't, that doesn't make sense. That's not our work. That's not our standard. And so we uh, committed to it. I also wanted to put Harbor as a business that needed a video because I thought it'd be hilarious if someone else made a video for us. <laughs> you laugh, but Brian is serious. Do you see? I'm floored, actually. I didn't realize it was possible. Many of these video professionals put resources and effort in at their own expense to help businesses. They are not interested in money. They get satisfaction knowing they made a difference. Why do you have this podcast? Teaching only about making money. Excluding talk about the abundant riches that come with doing good. Natural talent is for a bigger purpose, not just for money. Look into the future. Your studio turned into an empty room with cobwebs and dust. Dust. No one even knew you existed. No one even knew you existed. I, I don't want that to happen. You know, for years I've been telling this audience not to work for free because discounting video work makes us all look cheap and it lowers our value. But I'm floored by the generosity of video pros responding to the weareopenforbusiness.org initiative. Your heart is getting softer. Let me open your eyes even more. Speak with Amina Moreau from Still Motion. Well, it's funny you say that because that's something that I preach all the time too. Don't give away your work for free. Don't discount because it, it can devalue what you offer. But I also think that there's a big difference between accepting less because somebody asked you to and offering it for less. Hmm. So if someone had come along and said, I need this thing 
and I don't want to pay you what you're worth. And this is how sometimes we hear it, right? I don't want to, I can't pay you what you're worth, but do it for me anyway. I would have said no. But that's not how it happens. I think that when, when people are struggling in our society, I would like to think that good people are going to step up to help. We, we give to charity and we don't ask for anything back, maybe a tax or, you know, a receipt for tax purposes. So we can write it off. But that's not why we're doing it. Some might be. But I would, I am hanging on by a thread during this pandemic. I need to believe that there are good people out there. Sure, there are benefits to doing passion projects, right, for free. On a free project, you get 100% creative control or cl much closer to it. But my argument is also, if you're good at client management, you get to keep creative control because you've worked with the clients that believe in your vision and you share that creative vision. And so maybe there's no stepping on toes. Mm. You can always find benefits to doing something for free ways that it's going to benefit you. But I don't think that's why all these people are doing it for free. I think we're doing it for free because we believe in helping others. And if we can, why wouldn't we? <laughs> I, like I said, I come from NBC Sports, worked in the film agency world for a while. I want to start my own thing. How, how do you gain people's trust? Um, well, you got to give a little, I think. And this is the opportunity to say, hey, I'm willing to step up and do some free work for you just to show you. And then word of mouth is the best marketing. We, you know, we have access to this talent and these, you know, these creative minds that you know, are um, are hard to, it would be hard for us to afford at this point in our profit. So it's, it's a huge opportunity. And I actually took this as an opportunity to be able to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> if that's the way that it goes. We ran across the open for business, I guess, initiative is what you call it. Yes. And it was wonderful. <laughs> my background's a social worker. Like nowhere in my schooling is there like, here's how you advertise yourself. Exactly. It's just not there. And so for me, it was really, it was really nice when Jessica found this because I was like, yes, absolutely, we need to do this because this is a different way of thinking about what we do. <laughs> it was really nice to work with Amina and how interested she was in what we do and why we do it. She was helpful in here's some basic technology things. Here's the filters I like and the programs I use. From the kind of storytelling perspective, it's definitely helped us a lot because one of the things that we're really trying to push is that this is an everyday bag that you can use literally like walking around town. When I saw that there were businesses that were open that needed to get that message out, I knew I had a skill that I could share with them and help get that message out and help. Wow. I learned a lot after talking with the hundreds of businesses and videographers participating in the WeAreOpenForBusiness.org initiative. I spoke with almost every single one in hopes of justifying that working for free is not a good business model. But the ongoing theme from all was a spirit of giving and helping out during these times. I was skeptical at first, but after this podcast, my mind has truly changed. So what's the next step for this initiative? Are you going to build upon this? Are you going to uh, just continue the way it's going? Are you going to improve upon it? Are you going to, what's the next step with this? Yes. 
Um, we're gonna we're, we're definitely gonna improve <laughs> upon it, um, Brian. We're, we're we're actually right in the process now of reflecting back uh, on the year, and so we're we're doing that now, and that'll help us better understand you know where we want to take it. Our initial play with this that we went out there was actually a national platform, and we to to John's point, our our, our hopes, our wishes is it actually does become that. We, we focused on the Pacific Northwest. We have an office up in Seattle and we're here in Portland because that's our home community. And we want to be, we want to walk before we're running. You know, we want to mm-hmm. make sure this can be successful. Um, and, but the reality is the more, the more creatives that we have, the more businesses we can help. And that's also been a really neat, uh, positive output from COVID is you break you've broken down regionalism you know so anyone on this podcast can listen and if they're creative they can sign up and they can help and right now the the businesses are here in the pacific northwest um but it, but as we prove this model and hopefully through 2021 we can you know start expanding it because the more talent we have the more people we can reach but even then someone a, a creative in boston can can pick a um a consumer product good here in in portland and help them out um, because you don't need to be restrained to your, your local community right now as far as helping. Um, so the, we would love to be able to see this grow. We've talked to uh, people here in Portland, around Prosper Portland, the Portland Business Alliance. We've talked up to the, the Seattle City Council and groups. And a lot of the comments that we heard, one of the really interesting things about this is even though we were, it's pro bono, we were trying to help, a lot of businesses over the summer did not have the time or resources. They knew they needed help, Brian, mm-hmm. but they were just so busy treading water to try to figure out what's next. Um, and also, I think you mentioned that um, you're going down more into lockdown and ma- ma- you're back to lockdown in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're seeing the same thing here in Multnomah County in Portland, where we really thought we would be in a much different place. And so businesses, their needs are changing so quickly that um, as we get through the holiday season, you know, they're going to need to look at, all right, what, hap- what happened in 2020? We need to stay afloat, so we even need different type of help in 2021 as this as this continues. So part of what it's going to be is talking to the businesses, what do they need? Um, because the doors aren't open the way they're supposed to be. So there's going to be a lot of switch to digital in those types of areas that I think this platform can help with. I mean, I think in the video production industry, this is a good industry to be in right now <laughs> for various reasons. I mean, we are, you know, relying on communicating through video. I mean, you yep. we're talking here on Zoom. And video production is easy doing it remotely now. You know, I just, uh, the Democratic Convention, uh, you know, the presidential debates, the the guy was sitting in his living room directing. So this is an exciting industry to be in. And I'm getting really excited about the idea, Darren, that this uh, initiative is going to go, you know, is going to get bigger, possibly go national or even worldwide. The thought of that just, wow. (laughs) It's exciting, right? It is. That's what got John and I all excited right up front. And it was hard for us to rein it in. And it's the right thing to have reined it in because, it would, you know, we can't be everything to everybody to start. But if we can prove that it's successful here, yeah, there, there, there's no reason to not let it really go um, as long as it can be managed. And there's, a and there's no there. fee for this. There's no fee for businesses, no fee for the videographer. It's just getting together and helping each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, that, like as Darren said, we were really cautious at the beginning of it getting too big too fast because we didn't want businesses to sign up and then not have anyone available to actually help them. So it's it's trying to grow slowly and manage the scale so that we can really help. 
All right. Well, I'm going to extend I'm going to extend the inv- invitation out to my audience. We are open Great. for business.org, so get ready to get some signups from around the country. Fantastic. <laughs> That'd be great. We really do need creatives to jump in and help, Brian. And so as many as we can get, then we can start adding more businesses. Um, that, the, adding the businesses is very easy. But to John's point, one of the things that one of, like Mitch Doherty, who founded Built here in Oregon, and he was very upfront with us saying small businesses are getting hit left and right. Even when the, the Simulatech just came out, so many of them got turned down or disappointed or couldn't get this. Like it's, it's hard because people do want to help, but the businesses are tired of, of just trying and then not getting someone to step up or whatever it might be. The system doesn't deliver for them. So we don't want to let the businesses down. And um, But it's when we're helping, that smile to their face is pretty awesome. Video production just got easier. The DV Show.